This is the Fitness Boot Camp Inner Circle Podcast with Georgette Pan and Jesse Stoddard. Georgette, we are back. back. We're back. I'm having 67 degrees today. Oh, As boy. A, yeah, that's weird. And tomorrow will be 40. <laughs> Whoa, it's yeah. Wednesday. So I don't know. I hope that's not a sign. <laughs> this is a, yeah, yeah well, it's really warm. And I'm out With, in Seattle, and it's 39. Yeah, I don't know and, what uh, is going on here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is a... This is like they just threw a summer day in between the snowstorms. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Yeah. So today, uh, let's talk about, let's continue our discussion on programming, which we uh, got into uh, pretty heavily last episode. And let's talk a little bit more about workouts. And, and um, I'd like to start with asking you about some things off of your the, the blog, the fitnessbootcampclub.com, because there's been some great posts. There have been a lot of products that have been uh, mentioned there. And right. and uh, one of the most recent posts you have is on utilizing progressive movement technology for fast results in your fitness business. And I thought that was really interesting. That was a guest post. And I'd yeah. love just to hear your feedback on, you know, first of all, uh, what is that? And, um, you know, and, and what, what do you have to say about it? Well, I got Tyler... Um, Bramla to tie his, you know, his best to give me a post that would explain it a little bit, but simplified. It's what we were kind of talking about last week was breaking down movements, you know, whether it's a regression or a progression, but we're going to, you know, obviously if you start at the lowest, <clears throat> you know, regression of an exercise, example could be, you know, maybe a push up against a wall or something like that. Um, and then you slowly progress up into, you know, more advanced exercises or variations of that exercise. What he does is he takes it and breaks it down into levels. So, I mean, he came up with his own system, you know, and put a whole program together based around that. So he's got maybe five levels. So you could dive into at least 10 different variations of an exercise, but um, they're not just variations. They're done in a progressive manner, meaning they're they're starting from lowest or easiest form of an exercise and progressing up, you know, to the hardest level and then a challenge level. So that's the way he did it. But we were, you know, simplified way of putting it is progressions and regression, regressing different movements and I think that's a sticking point for a lot of boot camp trainers sometimes. I mean, not maybe when it comes to a push up because I think we've gotten the that exercise maybe down. But there's a lot of other exercises that people do not know how to progress or regress. So there's there's your 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 push up that we might all get it, you know, we do the push up on the wall, we do the push up you know and maybe even a squat, we may be all kind of familiar with progressions and regressions. Sometimes not, but I'm just saying these are more common. 
but there's a, a lot of different exercises. So, in, for example, in that program, there's 96 different exercises. That there's progressions and regressions for. So it's something you should know anyway, and sometimes you don't think of it. Like you didn't think of that way of doing the exercise to make it either easier or harder, you know, adapted to the person. So I think that's that's where the program came in. Uh, what I liked about the program more so, because it wasn't just breaking down, you know, the obvious exercises that we are familiar with. It was breaking down even, you know, planks to mountain climbers to, you know, whatever, whatever exercise. I mean, from ordinary to unique ones. So I kind of, um, I think that's a pretty big missing sticking point sometimes for some trainers, especially new ones. Yeah, we when we talked about that last time, the the progression and regression is is huge. So this is actually pretty. Uh, you got me kind of more excited and interested in this product. In the article, yeah. he mentions like he gives an example of a lower body example. You know, a uh, the first level would be body weight squats, and then B, you know, one step up is jump squats, and then C, one legged assisted squats, and then D, one legged assisted jump squats, and so on. So, you know, breaking down all those foundational movements into progressive exercise sequences, that's yeah, pretty important. That, and, and not, I mean, I got to admit, even if you've been a trainer for a while, sometimes that's tough for certain exercises that you're not used right. to doing that with. Right, and that's what I, that was the point I was trying to make, too, because it's not just the ones we see every day. You know, push-up on knees, push-up off knees. That's where everybody goes, right? And then decline push-up. Well, there's other ways. <laughs> Mm. You know what I mean? In places that you may even need to start. You may need to start a push-up on, on a wall. You may need to start with a push-up, uh, you know, on a bar. But we're, not, we're talking about, again, very common exercises. But just like you said, there are other exercises that, you know, whether common or otherwise, the, the regression and progression is not common. And it's not commonly uh, utilized. So I really thought that it was... Um, it was interesting because to tap this all off, maybe that this, this program, you know, uses progressions and regressions and levels, what, the, what I thought was even more amazing about it, because I have to see these programs to, you know, before I even approach somebody to think that it's worth putting a blog post up or, you know, promoting. What I think is amazing is that this is actually a transformation program that, He's used that actually has transformed his clients dramatically, some of them dramatically. Um, There might be some examples once you get to the page. So, in other words, it wasn't just, which is not a just, that's a big deal, knowing how to, you know, program and and properly progress movements. Um, But the other added bonus was that, you know what? The program actually works <laughs> to get clients dramatic results. So I thought he had a really good product. So, you know, that's the, you know, reason that, you know, I asked him for some particular, you know, particular explanations and uh, particular blog posts that we could get it a little more geared to trainers. Because actually, that product is not, you know, the sales page, if you look at it, it really isn't, you know, trying to tell the trainer it's not geared to the trainer it's kind of geared to everybody you know so 
you know, I wanted some specifics that would help the trainer with this program. And he sold, I mean, uh, he had a sale on it. That's why I was promoting it because he was actually giving it, practically giving it away. It's like $19 or something. But the, the reason is that, that is, he's like thousands and thousands and thousands of that product. And so, you know, that being said, not because he sold it, but I think it's like, it's got some different, unique, and very much needed information in that product that's usable. And that's the point for me. Like, I don't really care if you sold six million copies. The point is it's usable and it's like a good, you know, unique angle that needs to be addressed. Absolutely. Uh, for everybody. And mm-hmm. and also, I think uh, when I look at it, I think, okay, well, if you are better at creating progressions and readings, right. you're going to be well, a better boot camp instructor, period. Because you've got to adjust, you know, you can adjust faster. If you, if you already know them or if you have a list of them or if you've studied this kind of stuff, you're going to be able to adjust quicker to the real world. And in, as we all know, in the real world, there's always something unexpected happening. You know, you may plan on your boot camp workout going one way, and then all of a sudden the people that actually show up that day are, you know, somebody's uh, injured, somebody else is, you know, not getting it that day, uh, you know, can't do something complex, or somebody else looks like they're, like, they're not getting a good workout because it's too easy, and you got to go the other way and and progress it, make it tougher, and if you don't have the ability to do that on the fly, which is really the only, you know, you could, you could, you, you could think, well, I could plan out my whole workout in advance, but as we all know, you got to be able to do things spontaneously also. So <laughs> I, I think that's where this might come in handy, actually knowing all these things ahead of time. And, you know, even with one-on-one clients or small group clients, you could actually, I mean, this is, is usable. Progressions and regressions are across the board. But I'm just saying that you could actually start from whatever level you know they're already, you know they're at from doing an assessment. <laughs> Hello, remember them? But if even if you weren't, like you could start and you could progress them quicker. There's nobody saying you have to be a week on level one, a week on this exercise. You know, if you're finding out that that's just not where they're at, you just go, you know, up to the level that they're at. And the point being that you stay at that level until you're comfortable at that level, then you go to the next level. So, and that's all explained. You know, some of that is even explained on in the emails that I wrote last week, but. You know, and it might even be on that blog post. Um, you know, you're you're going to a level, but you could do that. You could actually program your, you know, s- small groups or whatever and start that way. Like everybody is starting at the level that's appropriate for them. How about that for a little extra work? <laughs> right. <laughs> no, and it really isn't really isn't that a little extra work because you would – Here's the thing. All it means is that it's a little extra planning on your part because you're going to have to do it anyway. So you're going to either have to do it on the spot, or you're going to have, or you could plan it. You got two choices, right? So yeah, you yeah. know, and you're making me think a little harder about this, Georgette, because I've. I've I've been to a lot of classes. I've seen a lot of trainers. I've trained a lot of, you know, boot camps myself, and I and I've even trained some trainers, quite a few trainers, on doing boot camps. And looking back, I don't think I would have realized this uh, years ago. 
I think that if you're not able to do this stuff, and or you're not at least semi good at it, uh, you're right. not even running a real boot camp. You're running a glorified pump class. You're, you're, you know, it's the. We're always talking about the difference. What's the difference? What's your niche? What's the what makes you special and better and different from you know any other uh, exercise program out there? And the key is we talked about it before. You're doing group training. You're doing a large or small group personal training. So the personal side is still in there. And if you're not able to progress and regress various exercises and make it all make sense in a program, then you're not really doing group training. You're just teaching a class. You might as well be at the Y because, right. you know, somebody's standing in the back. Okay, we're all going to do this. And somebody says they can't do it. It's like, oh, well, you know, they can't do it. You know, no, that's not personal training anymore. So you really got me thinking now. This is actually probably one of the most essential things in programming to actually have a group training boot camp where you can charge, you know, a good amount. Otherwise, you know, people will pay, uh, you know, they'll expect the $5 a class price if you're giving them a $5 class. You can't charge them $20 or $30 or $40 or $50 a class uh, a session if it's not a real session. So these are the types of things it sounds like. I don't know if you agree with that, but kind of sounds like this is the type of thing that makes it like a session rather than yeah, a, just I, a $5 class. Right, and the added benefit is that these these clients using this program, Tyler doesn't even know I'm pumping up his program this much, but I, I'm just saying, you could, if you could create your own, go ahead, but I'm referring to his because it's already created. Uh, they actually... Uh, uh, aside from the progressions and the regressions, I mentioned the the side which you know really isn't a bonus. It's the, the side fact that the, this a program also transformed people. So what's that mean? It means that they got results. So you know the point again is that we're not just progressing and regressing because we want to be you know <laughs> for the hell of it. We're also pointing in the direction of getting the clients the results, which is why they are there. So they may not know you're progressing and regressing, but but they do know that when they get results, looking at it from their point of view. So, you know, in other words, the program actually worked. In fact, that's his transformation program. So, And that's, I think, what he calls it, actually, you know, the CT50 class training. I mean, CT50 program is the name he gave it the transformation program <laughs> so, so th- what does and the, the fact that it employs or uses um progressions and regressions is the part that's of interest to me for other trainers hmm. as well as the fact that it gets results for clients but not the point point i hammered uh, you know i'm i'm hammering more that you know how it's structured, the programming aspect of it, right, and the fact that it did get results is just like was an added bonus. <laughs> but yeah, and, and is there progression and regression in some of your other uh, products and some of the other things that you've been, um, you know, uh, recommending I, over the years? Yours and other people's that you've recommended. Are you noticing that as uh, a big part of them, or is it, or is it actually not very common? It's not as common as you would think, but because a lot of times, and myself included, I think these trainers should already know. 
or she'd have an idea of how to progress and regress. I mean, that's part of the training. Where, where the difference comes in is we know some exercises, maybe, how to progress and regress, but others we don't as much because maybe we don't have, you know, we just don't know it. We just never, you know, thought of it. And what I liked about this is it gave me more tools and ideas, you know, to use. And it also gave the other side of the coin, the client, the challenge, like level one, level two, now I'm at level five, now I'm a challenge, you know, now I'm going to take a challenge. Um, So there was a win-win to it. So it was unique in that sense, and that's why I liked it. Some of the other programs, why they do have some progressions. They don't do it specifically like exercise by exercise like that. Or it's not as evident, obvious, slash obvious, you know, to the trainer. They just, And that's where I think the importance is because that's with the done-for-you workout stuff that we all give out. Some people take them verbatim and literal right off the page, and you, you can't always do that. You have to know to substitute. You know, that whether you know the exercise or not isn't even the point. It's whether you know, you know, progressions and regressions of it is probably more so the point. So you can modify this to your group, to your group. And I, I, I don't see that done enough. I see people just copying workouts. That's fine if everybody could do everything that's on that page just as is. But if they can't, that's where the knowledge of progressions and regressions come in. Hmm. What uh, what else do you have uh, uh, in terms of um, programming uh, that you'd like to share? I know you've got some kettlebell workouts that are pretty exciting and uh, quite a bit for programming. Working on that this week, I'm going to be giving a lot of those workouts out. Oh, am I? Yeah, I have a couple workouts that I'm giving out in a video. So it's more of a kettlebell body weight type of thing that you could include in boot camps because one of the advantages, actually I think I'll get an article on this, but not, not this week, for next week. But um, advantages of like maybe using kettlebells or we always use dumbbells or we use medicine ball or something like that. But what I think that needs the most work in a in a boot camp workout, programming-wise, is the element of strength the training. <laughs> strength training, like doing something actually that, you know, aside from all these cardio, bodyweight cardio, which is, you know, what the majority of boot camp workouts are, like a lot of cardio and hit and strength, and a lot of just, you know, we get that aspect of the of programming in. But we don't get enough of the strength part of it in. And we should have that incorporated in, uh, you know, <laughs> period. We should have that. There's no more to that sentence. We should have strength training or strength exercises or, you know. And what I think I like about kettlebells is that it, it could put that in and and actually, like, almost kill two birds with one stone. So you're actually getting strength and cardio with some of the exercises. So when I came up with the kettlebell uh, bodyweight boot camp workouts, 
that was the idea, to give more ideas and more workouts, ton more of, you know, another unique thing uh, that incorporated not just the cardio aspect of boot camp, but, you know, some strength into it as well. But really both. It's really, like I said, killing two birds with one stone. And uh, when when we're talking about uh, uh, all these different options, okay, you got kettlebell, we've got body weight, uh, we've got these metabolic workouts, we've got uh, turbulence training and boot camp games and best boot camp workouts, boot camp partner games, finishers. Um, right. Like if you're new, how do you make sense of all this? Like if you're talking to a new trainer who's looking at all this, going, man, I don't even. How do I get started? Or what what's most important to me now? Which ones? How do I begin this? And la- and and before you answer that, I, I know last podcast we talked about kind of the overall philosophy, you know, and and how to right. kind of structure a workout. So by the way, if you're listening to this and you haven't heard the last episode, go back and check that out because we talk about the the overall, you know, plan, the 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 storyline, the arc, you know, of of a workout and kind of in general how to approach a good good programming. But um but now we're talking more specifics. So I guess what I'm asking you Georgette is like if if you kind of have an idea of how you want your boot camp structured and but now you're looking at all these different options and um you know where where do you go now, and how do you start incorporating all these cool options that we have, and the things that like your kettlebell workouts and all these different workouts? What would you tell a new trainer? Like, how do you get going, and what do you do? What do you do next? Well, I mean, some, I don't know really how to answer that. To be honest with you, I'm because a lot of these are just names of programs, but included in some of my stuff anyway are um, templates that actually tell you what should, you know, what should be included. Obviously, A, you want to warm up, right? And then you go into your your actual program, strength or, or whatever it is. And then you go down to the, you know, your end, whatever it is, cool down, stretching, whatever. But, I mean, in the, in the or a finisher, and then cool down. So, obviously, finisher is a finisher. It's at the end. But... What do you what do you do before that? Well, when you're buying these products, you you look at you look at them and you see, you know, a template of what it's actually doing. Is it, you know, and I mean, there's tons of different workouts, so I can't even pick one, you know, and, and give an example because I don't want somebody to think that that's it, that's the only one. So there are several different. There's a, there's a lot of different options. You're right, and no, it doesn't have to be confusing. It's not meant to be confusing. It's just meant to give you different options, is I guess what I'm trying to say. It's not that everything is that different. It's all kind of based on the same principle. Is that Are you following me at all? Or Yeah. Yeah, yeah so, uh, yeah, that makes sense. So these are just all different things that you can plug in. Um, would, would, you know, sure results be a good way to start because it's just general boot camp workouts? And then from there, maybe try these other plugging in other things as you go. Uh, yeah, you could. I mean, that's one way to go. Yeah, you could start with the sure. Even sure, victory has has that. You know, volume one of sure results included in it. So you would use you know these workouts, and then 
then you would say, well, you know what, I'd like to get finishers and, you know, or games to do at the end. And then you would plug those in to the, to the end. And included in your victory is actually a, a huge, um, is actually the whole product. <laughs> but I'm not going to say it. <laughs> I already did say it. Too late. It's already, the, you know, well, the, let's say the TT boot camp. Originally it was supposed to be just the um, template, meaning how to structure it, how that particular workout is structured. doesn't give you specific exercises, just the structure, whether it be upper body, lower body, push, pull, you know, core, that kind of thing. I meant general uh, template. But what happened was that the whole product is in there, so... But the point I was trying to make is that the um, the templates are there, is there in that particular product. But you don't have to necessarily, if, you, if you're going to structure your own workouts, then yeah, put the, get down on paper some kind of template. What are you going to, you know, what are you going to do? Start writing them down. You know, that's what I did in the beginning too, was write down weeks worth of workouts before I started for the first time. Whether I followed them or whether I didn't, to the T, was not the point. The point was that they were planned. <laughs> and I had something in front of me because now I'm a new instructor. You know, I want my I want the workout in front of me, and I, I can modify it on, if I have to on the, you know, on the fly. But it was planned, and that's what you need to, you know, that's why I always tell people start writing out about a couple months worth of workouts. And... You know, have them and then go from there. But now, remember, these products were not out back then. So it wasn't like, hey, can I buy? The results is mine. So, of course, I couldn't buy it. But, you know, they weren't out. But now you can take these workouts and you could, you know, print them out and take them with you and modify them and start, you know, making several others of your own and, and going from there. So they do help. They're done for your workouts. But I just think, you know, you got to use them correctly. Hmm. And, you know, make use, make use of them instead of, you know. Turn. How long are your uh, boot camp workouts typically? Uh, do you do the 60, an hour? Do you do a half hour, 45 minutes? What What are you doing? Mm, they're close. There's, there's sessions. They're not going to... You know, nobody gets shot if it's 10 to, you know, a 50-minute workout. Nobody gets, uh, you know, if it's 45, there's no, um, it's a session. And that's what I think everything should be. It's it's a session. It doesn't, you know, yeah, it's about an hour. But, you know, it's not always to the dot. It just depends, you know. Yeah. It depends. People only run thirty-minute boot camps, thirty-minute sessions. What do you think of that? Do you do you like that? Have you ever tried that? Keeping it really short. I can't say that we did. <laughs> to be honest, not in all these years. I mean, I'm not saying we never had one that ran maybe forty minutes or something like that. But the time you warm up and do everything. But you know, a lot of people are very successful with the thirty-minute workouts and with the thirty yeah. minutes. So I, I, you know, I can't personally say, but I can't say from my, you know, the clients, meaning the trainers that I tra- train, that it is very successful. It, you know, it can be. You know, I, I actually think it's a good, a good idea, to be honest with you. But 
you know, again, you it know, doesn't have, I wouldn't go less than yeah. that, but it's okay to go like between 30 and 40, 40, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's a good, uh, another discussion um, is the whole time thing. There's some, some, uh, some people recommend you should only be doing 30 minutes because it's better for you as a, as a business owner. It's better for the client anyway. And da, da, da. I never really could get into it. I, I, the only time I did, I did it with a couple small groups and some personal training. Um, and that was because I said I was at a gym where I could tell them to show up early and warm up on their own. And I gave them a bunch of stuff to do for their warm up, So it was like at least 10 minutes sometimes even longer, 15 or 20 minutes of warm-up. So by the time I, I actually got to them for their session, you know, they were very warm and we could get right down to it. And that was very efficient. I mean, they might have been there for 40 minutes to an hour, but only 30 minutes of it was with me. However, I never have done that with a boot camp. I've never, I've never felt comfortable doing that in a boot camp class. And I, I've tried it. I just don't, uh, you know, yeah, I like I know. to guide the entire warm-up and everything. So. I wouldn't necessarily quote that's the best way for the client. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't know about that statement. It's the best way for the trainer, perhaps. <laughs> yeah, that I I get because it's like, well, hey, more more time to have more people in, but. Yeah, I think the theory is that, you know, that the the exercise, if it's, especially if it's hit, anything high intensity, that your body really, I mean, you can't really be doing it for very long anyway, or it defeats the purpose, and then I think the other the other argument is is everybody's busy. Nobody has time for you know they right. make excuses that they don't have time to work out to begin with. So if we make it shorter, they're more likely to do it. I get all that. I just could never. I tried a bunch of times, and I always felt like everybody was like when they left, they were like, "Oh, is that all there is?" I always got the feeling like if we just went five minutes longer or ten minutes longer, they would have felt like it was a full workout. But for some reason. I felt like I'd have to rush the warm-ups and all the other little things that I like to do. So uh, that's just me. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm not a, a Jedi master of that yet. <laughs> to be a Jedi master, I think it's a, a matter of preference and what you're looking to do. Like I said, some people are successful with it, and you know, 30 minutes. And there's nothing to take a 30-minute workout and actually modify that and make it longer. <laughs> like, right. did you add a game or add a finisher? Or at a finisher game, or at, and then the cool down, make it 40, 45 minutes. But, you know, if your niche <laughs> is, is attracting people because of the 30-minute workout, then who am I to tell you not to do a 30-minute workout? Because obviously it's working for you, and it's working for them. So if, so if some trainer is saying, you know, hey, my people want 30-minute workouts, that's what's coming in here, and that's what's, you know, my niche, and that's who I'm attracting. Well, then you have to do 30-minute workouts, right? You can't say, well, we're going to do 45, because now you're, you're, we're talking about the niche again. So if you're mm. 30 in a you know, these 30 in a hurry programs or, you know, whatever you want to call them, they, um, that's what's attracting them in there to the to begin with. So that probably, their success is probably stemmed upon that they're, A, they're marketing to that niche. <laughs> Actually, that might be A and B, <laughs> you know, mm. marketing to that niche. But if you're, you know, just saying, hey, we're going to have a boot camp workout, and then you do something that's, you know, 25 minutes, 
young people are going to go, wait, wait a minute. Because you didn't market it like that so much. You, you didn't, you know, attract that kind of niche. So I think that has to do, too, with who you're attracting in there, what you want you want to do. So that's we a great can't, point. Yeah, because we can't say, hey, that's a stupid idea, 30-minute boot camp work. I don't really think it is that dumb of an idea, to be honest with you. Do I do it? No. <laughs> but that doesn't mean that I think it's a dumb idea. It just means I don't do it. It's like right. I don't run. No different than me saying I don't run all female uh, boot camps. Who's who's mostly in my boot camps? Females. I don't say that in my marketing or in my thing that this is all. Oh. And I still get actually asked the question: Is your boot camp just for women? Because I was interested in boot camp. I don't even know where they get that idea from. Because maybe they see pictures on the website. A picture on the website of a group of girls, and that probably might have thrown them off. But yeah. <laughs> so, but you know what? It, no, it isn't just for females. So, it's no different than me saying I think you know running an all-female boot camp is dumb. Not me saying that would be dumb. You know what I mean? Because if that's your niche, <laughs> then go for it and market it to that because that'll work. Because that's who comes anyway most of the time. <laughs> I think it's harder to get a men's camp going. Yeah, yep. <laughs> yeah. It is. So, you know, you're running athletes camps and you're running athletic camps. Hopefully you're going to run 30-minute sessions. So you have to think about what you're running and who you're running them to and what your niche is. So that's where I think the, the 30 minutes, and could, yes, it could work. Yes, it does work. But, you know, no, actually there's no but. <laughs> That's that's why it works, because that's the niche. That's who you're attracting. Right. People are more interested in exercising based on time <laughs> rather than anything else. So the quick workouts are, are are pretty big, actually. They're pretty big. They get to the point where they're down to four minutes. <laughs> you right. Know, three-minute <laughs> yes. you know, three workouts, four-minute workouts, Ten-minute workouts. So, again, it's right. And you yeah, see that a lot with the home, the home workout products that people can buy, like the manuals and the how-to guides. The shorter, right. the better. If somebody's working out on their own, um, right. and and maybe that maybe that applies somewhat to the group uh, training experience and classes too. Um, you know, I'm not seeing that. I see that out there. Um, but like like you, uh, I kind of um, I like uh, I, I like my workouts about 45 minutes long. Personally, I found a lot of success with that. I feel like people there's a good balance between my time and their the value they perceive. So if I go longer than an hour, you know, or even an, a full hour, sometimes I feel like I'm putting in a lot of time before and after setup. It becomes a two hour ordeal, you know, to do an hour class depending on how and when and where I'm doing it. And then in addition to that, you know, there's all those little extra things that, that, that you have to do for your business. So your your one your one session becomes multiple hours. Whereas if you have a thirty minute or even a forty five minute, your one session doesn't seem to become come as long. You know, I even that fifteen minutes or or so can make a difference. I, I was even thinking about that this morning. We had a killer workout today and I kept the energy really high 
And uh, we were done in 40 minutes. I mean, it was it wasn't even 45, and it was. I mean, people were wiped, and that was great. It felt great. And if I would have uh, made it a 30 minute workout, I would have had to reduce the warm up or something like that, which probably just they wouldn't have liked it as much. I mean, they they would have been okay with it, but I don't see them as being as satisfied. So I I think that they're for me just personally, I think I found a good balance there. I like that balance between what they perceive as being really good versus you know, what I, you know, feel is a good use of my time and I'm not spending too much time, you know, which I don't need to be spending, right? And wasting their time too. If I'm, if it takes too long to get a good workout, that's also a negative for the client, you know? Um, yeah, you got to work out for two hours, you know? Well, why? Well, <laughs> again, we're established and we're doing things for 10 plus years. So if we're doing right. things that long and then all of a sudden we come in and we make a big change, you know, like, <laughs> all of a sudden, we cut their workouts in half. I mean, that makes a difference. So if you started with 30-minute workouts, and everybody was used to 30-minute workouts, and that was what got them in there in the first place, well, that's another story. But if you're in business for 10 years and you're doing, you know, 50-minute workouts, 55-minute workouts, and then 45, then all of a sudden you're doing a warm-up in 20 minutes, then it's going to be a big change, and it's it's a change, and they're going to be like, wait a minute, <laughs> I don't feel like I did anything, but you know. So the point is, if you're starting and you start off that way, I think then it's it's a different story. But we're, we're, with me and you, if we're trying to go and change something, that may not work. And I don't really like the time thing anyway. Like I said before, I just it's, it's a session. I actually think it should be that even with the like we run a lot of thirty minute one on ones. Because the people really want that. See? That's ah, happened from, yeah. from the beginning. Now, there were a few that did want one-hour sessions. I mean, of course we do them, you know, but the majority of them, one-on-ones, are not. Because, you're first of all, you're one-on-one, and you could, like, you know, really get down to it with one person. I think it's easier to run a one-on-one you know, session again. Not nobody's got a stopwatch that says, you know, it's thirty-one minutes. Get, you know, get your stuff and get out. Of here. <laughs> get your stuff and get out. No, because it, it they do kind of run. You know what I mean? They run. They run what they run. But the the selling point is thirty minutes. You know what I mean? These are these are your sessions. This is the cast for thirty minutes, you know, three times a week. You know, for whatever you're buying, <laughs> your monthly thing that you know, your monthly package or whatever. I know I want to use the word package. Somebody will, you know, scream. There's there's a million different opinions out there, and that's you know, that could be good and that could be bad. You know, it's like it's like research. <laughs> You read one research product, you know, on a certain type of exercise, and you read the exact equal and opposite to that in another research, um, you know. <laughs> so it's like the same thing. Everybody has opinions. But we do run 30-minute and 60-minute, but the majority go for the 30. So what are we supposed to do? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, that's the selling point on the one-on-one sessions. It's not on the boot camps. It's not on the group training. I don't think you could have get an appropriate, even in small group training, 
say you were done in 30 minutes. I think it's almost, and I don't know if it's, it's impossible, I think, depending on who you have in the group. But I still think it's not enough time for them. For them. <laughs> I could do one person. Well, and, and I can see somebody making an argument for, well, I've got this high-intensity, amazing multifaceted workout that's really high level and all of my people are already in pretty good shape and so we get right to it the warm-up is really fast and we just you know kind of like a power lifter it's a lot a lot a lot done in a very little bit of time and i i could see somebody making an argument for that and and coming up with like a 10 minute boot camp and saying we're done we're not we're done for the day i could see that but for the majority of my clients and, and i'm not just talking about my current clients but all the clients i've ever had most of them are trying to get in shape, and most of them want to do a, at least some aerobic training. Well, just scientifically, it's going to be pretty tough to call something aerobics when it's all anaerobic for 10 minutes. You know, <laughs> so you could make an argument that, yeah, I don't need to do all that longer, you know, endurance-based aerobic-style training, cardio, because I don't need that. I'm just working on building my muscle, and, you know, I get all these benefits. And people make that argument sometimes, and that's that's a good thing about strength training. You know, that's what strength training is good for, uh, all the benefits of strength training. But what I find is that just – and this might be – me, maybe I'm not enlightened or I don't get it, but most of my clients need and want a certain amount of aerobic conditioning. So they want the cardio. Well, that almost necessitates that we go longer than 30 minutes because 30 minutes would be the bare minimum in order to get really good aerobic training in. So, And then we combine the strength training and the metabolic workouts and the combination of the two. And before you know it, we're 45 minutes or 60 minutes in. So that right. might be a factor too. I just realized that when you're when we're talking about this, I realized well it might also be like you said, it's the niche, it's the target market, and it's also kind of what your goal is. You know, right. if your goal is is you, you could definitely that might even be a fun challenge for some trainer listening to this right now, especially if you're like a power lifter or you have a lot of experience doing the high intensity. Um, anaerobic work you could probably create a niche and find a group of people that all they want to do is like maximum benefit in the least amount of time and they just want to build some muscle and you know you're you're going to talk to them about you know the high intensity training stuff and you're going to basically convince them if you will that all they really need is a 10 minute workout or a 20 minute workout or a or a 30 minute workout tops you could probably collect a good number of clients that or would be attracted to that. It might even be a fun challenge, you know. I have the 10-minute boot camp. <laughs> what? You know, that would definitely set you apart from the rest, right? <laughs> oh, I, I'm not into the 10-minute boot camp. <laughs> the drive-through boot camp. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> drive-through boot camp, yeah. <laughs> really, just sit in your car. We'll, we'll do it for you. Um, right. <laughs> How about just, well, you know, I was thinking about this partner training. I did partner training. There was no way that session could be 30 minutes. No way in hell. Because I, by the time I transitioned weights and, you know, even moved between exercises, 15 minutes was gone. You know what I mean? Like the transition, when you have two people who are not actually at the same level, and I had that happen once, they wanted to work out, the couple. They were a couple. What are you supposed to do? I mean, you have a man and a woman, or you have whatever. You have a couple that are not at the same level. It doesn't matter if it's a man or a woman. They're just not at the same level. 
There is no way in God's name that you could do that session in 30 minutes because it would nobody would get anything done. I mean, I worked harder in partner training than in anything ever I've done because it was hard, because especially if they were at two drastically different levels. And I had that. And that took every bit of an hour. And <laughs> sometimes it ran over because it, it was just too much. Like one was just so different than the other. And, you know, I know Tammy has had husband and wife teams that have come in and they wanted to train together. So then it's not, um, you know, a usual thing, but, you know, it does happen. And there's no way those sessions could be a half hour. From the time you put your weights on something, it'd be half over. <laughs> yeah. One person. You know, one person does the exercise, somebody else is doing something else, then you switch. By the time you did all that, you had 10 minutes gone. So, right, I, yeah. There's no way that could be a half hour. I'm sorry. But, you know, other things, I could see having half-hour classes and that being the niche and that being the, the draw and that being the pull for marketing and, and for the clients. It's, you know, I only want to do a 30-minute workout. I want to get in. I want to get out. I want to do it on my lunch and I'm going to go back to the to work, <laughs> whatever. That could be done. I mean, there's. it's not like it can't be done. I, I guess what we're talking about is probably the optimal way. I don't know what we're talking about. Right, you know? right. Our point is, but I'm not saying it doesn't work for people and it, and it isn't a, a good niche because people are time crunched. You know, they really are. But I think what we're missing too sometimes is when people say 30 minute workout they're forgetting about the 10 minute warm up and the 10 minute or, or the 5 minute cool down so we're already into 45 minutes you know mm. what I mean? so the workout is Makes 30 sense. minutes yeah the workout is 30 minutes otherwise the workout is 15 <laughs> if you're going to have mm. a 10 minute warm up and a full a 5 minute cool down that's 15 minutes so the workout is 15 that's not enough. That's not enough to get to any... What my concern would be is that's not long enough to, to get an A if you want a cardio kind of thing. It's not long enough to get into it. It's not long enough to really maybe get person to their goals. You know, and I'll right. goal, just, I want to start moving, and I just want to feel, you know, just want to move, and I just want to exercise for a little bit every day, then, then it works. <laughs> so... You can't really say universally something is wrong. You know, that's bad, that's good. You can't go in the camp like that because there's a big, large gray area. And I think a lot of what a large, you know, a lot of trainers do is go black or white. That's stupid. That's great. Nothing in between. All our clients are in the gray area. Hmm. Yeah, all our clients are in the gray area. They could give a darn whether we're, you know, activating the CNS or, you know, getting into, <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, they're yes. All the, so you kind of have to be, really have to use your head. And that's what I'm finding that trainers are using less of. <laughs> How's that for a cut right. down? I didn't mean it. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> I don't want anybody well. writing nasty letters. I'm just saying that because of all this, there's a there's an element, and there's this portion of the training population that has gotten lazier over the decade. 
decades because they're not thinking. They just want to go post something on Facebook, get the answer for free, and go on their merry way. It doesn't work like that. It does not work Mm -hmm. like that. You have to put time, effort, and, you know, dare I say, invest something into your education and and gaining some knowledge. You, you know, even if you gave them the information for free, they wouldn't follow through because that's, you know what I mean? So the point is, you know, that you've got to really invest in yourself and in your knowledge as a trainer. Facebook is not <laughs> the trainer's encyclopedia. So <laughs> post question, you know, and, and get it. Somebody gives you an answer. And you go and you take it. And that's gospel. Well, that's what I'm trying. You know, that's getting to be... I'm seeing that more now with social media. But, you know, what are you going to do? I can't, you know, I can't change the world. I could just have a podcast. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I find it to well, be... Well, I love it. Very deterring, though. It's a, it's a it's a very sticky point with me. I don't like a pet peeve, I should say. Yeah. Well, hey, this has been good. I like what we we've, we've covered a lot of stuff again today, and we're we're getting close to being out of time. Um, but well, just really? you know, before before we go, what do you see? You know, we've been talking about. Uh, programming today we we covered other areas of it like progressions and regressions the length of the workout and um, talking about the different styles and plug and play workouts with different formats and different equipment focuses and different nit- niches and all that so any 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 last words on programming uh, or or maybe some cool stuff that's coming coming up soon or anything you know where does somebody go to get more information on you know what's happening and what's What's cool? What else you got? (laughs) I'm going to say my newsletter because, you know, I'm going to be running some special deals on, you know, new programs, especially with Thanksgiving and the holidays coming up. So um, the Kettlebell Boot Camp Workouts is what I'm working on now, and that's going to be going out this week, Kettlebell Bodyweight. And that's going to be going out this week, and I'm going to have a huge sale on it. So I'm going to... And I'm going to be throwing in some extra bonuses. So that's what I'm working on. But in general, to be on my newsletter is probably the best way to go because I'm going to be, you know, keeping up with more and more and more and more of this and hopefully addressing it in the most, you know, succinct and tactical manner. <laughs> so, you know, at the blog, the Fitness Boot Camp Club, dot com. Um, you could sign up for the newsletter there, get a free boot camp blueprint report as actually too. But you know, I think that's gonna be the way to go and then uh we'll post uh, I'll post more things up to that blog. That blog is a treasure trust in and of itself, to be honest with you. You could probably run a boot camp just reading the blog. Yeah, oh my gosh. So much awesome free content. Yeah, I mean it's it's really you know, got a lot up there. And I got a, another thing coming out, uh, another post I'm going to be posting this week is a kettlebell bodyweight boot camp workout video, and it'll be it'll be good. So 
lot of free stuff again, but you know that's where I say to to go to stay on the the cutting edge, especially of work workouts and programming and anything business and boot camp related. So we'll be getting into marketing soon too. We, more marketing stuff we'll be coming out with right for the new year because I think that's going to be an important. That's an important factor. Absolutely. Trainers need help, and yeah, to get work out. Right. But marketing help is going to be marketing help is going to be huge because it's not going to be generalized. Where me and you are working on anyway, it's going to be, you know, that's going to be something coming for next year, 2015. Oh God. Yeah, it's coming. <laughs> All right. Well, this is great. Any last words, Georgette? I think we uh, have another good po- podcast uh, well, I, to uh, deliver. Yeah, I get on my newsletter though because I got some really good stuff coming out. This I got some cool stuff coming out all the time. But this week, I I kind of like what I have coming out because this is my <laughs> it's my baby. So I'll ha- I'll be having some workouts, um, you know, for Thanksgiving the day before. Black Friday coming, so it's kind of like a a pretty cool time. I might even uh, have a sure victory. I, I think I'm going to offer sure victory at the lowest price I've ever offered it, and I probably will never do it again. But you know, you got to read my newsletters <laughs> for that one. Mm. And I mean read because it's not going to be <laughs> it's going to be in the PSs. <laughs> but anyway, Very cool. Um, some cool stuff coming this week. I'm going to have a cool sale, so I got to get working on that. And um, you know we got to get that set to go. There'll be some really good deals coming too. So that's that's always cool because trainers are always looking for deals, just like everybody else in the world, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So All right. Well, you have a terrific, uh, terrific week, and we're gonna have uh, hopefully we're gonna have some more guests coming on soon on the show. So anybody who's listening to this, stay tuned. Don't miss an episode. Don't forget to leave us a review on uh, iTunes so that uh, people can find us. And uh, and also on the blog, uh, which Georgette mentioned a few times, where you can sign up for the newsletter, uh, which is thefitnessbootcampclub.com. And uh, you can all you can get a free uh, boot camp blueprint report right there. All you got to do is put your name and email, and uh, you get a, a great report to get you started. And um, even if you're already experienced, I would definitely you know go through uh, go through this all this material because it, all it can do is make you better. So. Yep. So we're off. All right. Off. Okay. Take care. Have a good holiday. You too. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs>